Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are and whatever it is that you're doing today. We're going to have to try and squeeze one more episode in without going for our walks, and we may have to start to sit by a fire and have those fireside chats instead of taking walks down the road as the temperature is starting to drop a little bit. At any rate, for those of y'all that are here joining me, thank y'all so much for giving me a little bit of your time. And for those of y'all that continue to share the podcast with others and help it to grow, um, very grateful and, and humble, as always. So we're going to get back into some of these Thanksgiving Day proclamations. And we're going to start with another one from John Adams. And then if I have time today, we're going to do one from Madison. But if not, I've got a little something that's going on that's kind of near and dear to my heart, as are so many of these issues, folks. And I hope they are to you all, too. I assume they are. Otherwise, I imagine you all wouldn't be listening. But we'll start with John Adams, and we'll, we'll just see how far we get. So this first one is trying to find the date real quick folks not seeing it right now oh there we go 1799 Uh, this was a day of fasting and humiliation and this was by president adams as no truth is more clearly taught in the volume of inspiration nor any more fully demonstrated by the experience of all ages than that a deep sense and a due acknowledgement of the governing providence of a supreme being and of the accountableness of men to him as the searcher of hearts and righteous distributor of rewards and punishments are conducive equally to the happiness and rectitude of individuals and to the well-being of communities as it is also most reasonable in itself that men who are made capable of social acts and relations, who owe their improvements to the social state, and who derive their enjoyments from it, should, as a society, make their acknowledgments of dependence and obligation to him who hath endowed them with these capacities and elevated them in the scale of existence by these distinctions as it is likewise a plain dictate of duty and a strong sentiment of nature that in circumstances of great urgency and seasons of intimate or imminent danger earnest and particular supplications should be made to him who is able to defend or to destroy as moreover the most precious interests of the people of the united states are still held in jeopardy by the hostile designs and insidious acts of a foreign nation, as well as by the dissemination among them of those principles subversive to the foundation of all religious, moral, and social obligations that have produced incalculable mischief and misery in other countries, and as, in fine, the observance of special seasons for public religious solemnities is happily calculated 
to avert the evils which we ought to depreciate and to excite to the performance of the duties which we ought to discharge by calling and fixing the attention of the people at large to the momentous truths already recited by affording opportunity to teach and inculcate them by animating devotion and giving to it the character of a national act. I'm going to stop here for just a second, folks. That's a lot of big words, especially at the end. I'm sure you could tell I was struggling just a little bit with that. But the point is that Adams is saying here that not only on an individual basis do we need to acknowledge God and his many blessings on our nation, but we need to acknowledge it publicly as a nation, as a society. Um, so definitely not separation of church and state like the modern definition is and the Supreme Court back in the middle of the 20th century so horrifically decided with such disastrous results as we can see today. So we'll keep going and get back into it. For these reasons, I have thought proper to recommend, and I do hereby recommend accordingly, that Thursday, the 25th day of April next, be observed throughout the United States of America as a day of solemn humiliation, fasting, and prayer. That the citizens on that day abstain as far as may be from their secular occupations, devote the time to the sacred duties of religion in public and in private, that they call to mind our numerous offenses against the Most High God, confess them before him with the sincere, sincerest penitence, imploring his pardon and mercy through the great mediator and redeemer for our past transgressions, and that through the grace of his Holy Spirit we may be disposed and enabled to yield a more subtle obedience to his righteous requisitions in time to come that he would interpose to arrest the progress of that imp impiety and licentiousness in principle and practice so offensive to himself and so ruinous to mankind, that he would make us deeply sensible that righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. I'm going to stop for a second, folks. He's making quite a few references here to Jesus Christ and that last quote righteousness exalteth a nation but sin is a reproach to any people is a quote straight out of Proverbs in the Bible uh, it's a quote that quite a few of our great leaders have used um, Grant talked about it I think can't remember if it was Patrick Henry uh, but I think so at any rate just another one to add to the list folks but he's referring directly to our need to seek forgiveness from God through Jesus Christ as a nation, not just individually. And I'm just going to go ahead and say right now again, folks, you don't have to be Christian to be American. However, if we don't have a people that follow those teachings of Christ and look to God and, and seek his guidance and his forgiveness, his grace and his mercy, uh, we're not going to have a nation. And it's just that simple. And, and our founders acknowledged that. They knew that. They knew that we couldn't force people to faith in Jesus Christ or force people away from it. But they also knew that without a doubt, if we didn't have those people, uh, the country was, was lost. So let me find, oh, here we go. We'll continue now. That he would turn us from our transgressions and turn his displeasure from us. That he would withhold us from unreasonable discontent 
from disunion, faction, sedition, and insurrection, that he would preserve our country from the desolating sword, that he would save our cities and towns from a repetition of those awful, pestilent visitations under which they have been lately suffered so severely, and that the health of our inhabitants generally may be precious in his sight, that he would favor us with fruitful seasons and so bless the labors of the husbandmen that there may be found an abundance for man and beast, that he would prosper our commerce, manufactures, and fisheries, and give success to the people in all their lawful industry and enterprise, that he would smile on our colleges, academics, schools, and seminaries of learning, and make them nurseries of social science, morals, and religion. Folks, there's three things right here. One, it's, it's amazing he's talking about disunion, faction, sedition, because that's exactly what the left is trying to do to our country today, and doing really well, actually. They're doing a great job of it. Um, that he would preserve us from pestilence, right? From I mean, we just went through COVID, so there's that again, too, right? And then our colleges, our education system, our academics and schools, the fact that he's mentioning the need for morals and religion i mean those are three social science those are the primary things from our education system and those are really what we're not doing today it's just amazing to me that he in 1799 this is the the request that the the petition that adams wants american citizens to make and then through all this nonsense and really just evil folks of separation of church and state over the last 50 or 60 years, we've allowed ourselves to be duped into believing that we don't have and don't need this relationship with God. If a president came out and said something like this today or a governor and requested that or even at any level, the left would lose their mind and then they would want to try and pretend like we were doing something wrong, whereas this is what's right. This is what history is based on. This is what we have a basis for in this country, not, not the other. That he would bless all magistrates from the highest to the lowest, give them the true spirit of their station, make them a terror to evildoers and a praise to them that do well. That he would preside over the councils of the nation at this critical period, enlighten them to a just discernment of the public interest and save them from mistake, division, and discord. One note here, folks, a terror to evil. We've gotten so far away from being a terror to evil in this country, it's unbelievable. There, people that commit crimes, true crimes, that hurt others, right? And you can talk about the violent racist Marxist mob that rampaged across the country a couple years ago. You can talk about illegal immigrants. You can talk about uh, child sex trafficking. You can talk about a number of things. You can talk about this uh, transgender rapist from the Virginia schools recently. And really, the school board, the men and women that covered it up, they ought to be terrified of justice right now. But they're not. You could see it in uh, the case a couple years ago where the actor claimed racism that he was attacked by racists and he wasn't well he should have been terrified at the result of lying about a crime to begin with but he wasn't just a little side note there folks let me find my place again that he would make 
succeed our preparations for defense and bless our armaments by land and by sea, that he would put an end to the effusion of human blood and the accumulation of human misery among the contending nations of the earth by disposing them to justice, to equity, to benevolence, and to peace, that he would extend the blessings of knowledge, of true liberty, and of pure, undefiled religion throughout the world. And do I also recommend that with these acts of humiliation, penitence, and prayer, fervent thanksgiving to the author of all good be united for the countless favors which he is still continuing to the people of the United States, and which render their condition as a nation eminently happy when compared with a lot of others. Given, etc. John Adams. A couple things there, folks. Uh, even as bad as we are, folks, we're still the best thing going in the world. Uh, the world, people on the left here in America, China, communists, socialists, they're doing a real good job of trying to destroy us. But we're still by far the best thing going. And, and we need to remember that and be grateful to God for that, for sure, without a doubt. But we also need to wake up and push back on this. Uh, it's, it's past time for people that hate this country and, and despise the founding faith and values of this country to find a new home. It, just like our founders had to deal with uh, King George and Parliament and the loyalists there in the colonies, uh, we're having to deal with the president and most members of Congress and leftists across the country. And it's just time to time for something to change, folks, and really change, not just kind of superficially change. So we're almost out of time, but I've got one other little, it's not a little topic, but it's something I want to make sure I cover, and I'm assuming most of y'all are familiar with it, but the, the left, I always refer to them as a group, folks, because it's not any one person, and, and, and you don't want to pick on one person. It's anybody that stands for the evil values there within the left. That, that's really what we need to focus on, our values and principles, not a particular person. So many people want to focus on the president right now as if everything's going to get better if we could just get rid of him. He's just a representation of the people that have voted for him. Folks, this has been going on for decades. Our neighbors, our friends, our family that vote for those evil values, those are the ones that actually put these people in power, whoever you want to talk about. You can talk about Pelosi, you can talk about Biden, you can talk about Omar or anybody else. The real problem are the everyday citizens that vote and put these people in power in this country. So, but going back, this current administration is proposing to give $450,000 to illegal immigrants who have been, quote, inappropriately or illegally or whatever you want to say, end quote, separated during the last administration. First of all, folks, and this came, most, some of y'all have probably seen it through Crenshaw, the representative down in Houston. If you die in active duty today, your spouse gets $400,000 and they want to give $450,000 to people that are criminally in the country that have broken in and are stealing resources and representation away from American citizens to begin with. Okay, two, I know firsthand there are a ton of vets out there that could use just $1,000. And giving just $1,000, even just $1,000 to these illegal immigrants of 
hard-earned taxpayer money is absolutely wrong and immoral. It's stealing, folks. That's flat out what it is. And these vets could use just $1,000, pay their bills, especially with winter coming up, heating, electricity. And we're going to take this money from Americans and give it to people that are criminally breaking into the country? That's like having a bank robber break into the bank, steal stuff, and then giving them more money on top of it. It's insane. It's ludicrous. There's nothing right about it. But especially to do it when we have so many men and women that have sacrificed so much for our country and are in need. I, I, we could talk about this a lot longer, folks, but I'm going to wrap it up with just this. It's immoral, and if you support illegal immigration, that's on you. That's what you're supporting. You are supporting taking money away from, from Americans who earned it and need it, from our own poor and hurting, and giving it to criminals. That's the bottom line. Who are, by the way, exploiting women and children, to say the least. So, remember this, though, folks, a couple things, because we need to end on a cheery note. Nothing is impossible for God. He can still turn this around. We have a great history in America of turning things around. We just need to turn back to God. Wherever you are, wherever you can spread this truth, spread it. Look at this Thanksgiving proclamation from Adams. Take heart. This is our history. This is what we're based in. We are, we are a Christian nation, a God-fearing people. And we can get back to that. And we can be a great nation, a light to the rest of the world again, showing them God and Jesus Christ. God bless y'all. God bless America. We will talk to y'all again real soon. Look forward to it.